War Podcast episode 28, go. Ventiotto. That's Italian for that's Italian for twenty eight. Really? Yeah. Ventiotto. I thought it was Italian for large guppy. That joke's been made so many times. For I apologize. Large, large guppy. Coffee. Oh wait, Dan, were you there when I forgot what the Starbucks sizes were? Yes. Wait, yeah. is this like, like a moment? I want a medium. Medium. I always say I want a medium. Yeah, why are you ashamed of that? Just like he had Don't a, buy into their marketing. I'm so tired. Wait, wait, wait. This is like a moment of embarrassment. Wait, hold on. Hi, Dan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Dylan. Hey, hi. How are you, Mason? Hey, Alex. Hey, Mason. What's up? This is a war podcast. What's up? Now, back to what we're talking about. So, you're... I was so tired. You were embarrassed I've... that you didn't know the Starbucks uh, coffee? No, sizes? I wasn't really embarrassed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you I forgot to for you. That you didn't know the... the like My a, soul. Your core? Was, was, was damaged. Really? Yeah. Dude, you're a marketing whore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you feel bad about it. So Just bad. kidding. So bad. Here, um, here comes the marketing. Here, yeah, I always here say, comes the marketing. Here comes the marketing. <laughs> <Poor Alex. laughs> I always say I want a medium coffee because I don't like saying tall or what's the medium? Grande. Grande. It's tall. The only grande, time I want to order a grande is when I'm ordering a chalupa or like a grande. You know what I mean? Like yeah. big chalupa. Do you order big chalupas frequently? Dude, if I'm if I'm having a hankering for some grande chalupas, some Taco I, Bell. Taco Bell. I don't a, like Taco Bell. There's a like Taco Bell somewhere. But I love tacos. Well, go eat real tacos. Oh, now now I'm too close to the mic. Yes, you are. You motherfucker. <laughs> look at look at your waveform versus everyone else's waveform. Well, I'll my waveform looks just bigger. Yeah, Dylan, take him down a peg. I'll edit him in post. All right. Um, I can't win. I'm too close to the mic. I'm too far from the mic. What do you want from me, guys? Perfection. Huh? Pretty Perfection. Much. It's not going to happen for me. Wow. Um, I figured that out a long time ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, guys? What have you been doing this week? Getting schooled by Get, school. Getting yeah. schooled by school. Getting schooled by school. I think that sounds like all of our lives right now. I played a little bit more of The Witness last night. Ooh. Still good. Um, After I, all this time. I, I fe- Yeah. I took a break for a while. Um, I was just playing Firewatch and the other stuff. Firewatch. Uh, um, I found something hot. weird in The Witness, so that's exciting. I'm not going to tell you what it is because cool. it would be a spoiler, but I'm finding weird stuff. Oh. Actually, I found a bunch of weird stuff. We talk. Like what, what, what qualifies as weird, like... Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's not. It's a dead kid. Spoiler. It's there weird. Are, there are voice that, recordings. That seems actually more apropos to like. There are voice recordings hidden throughout, and from what I can tell, I haven't looked at them up to, to, check and see. But it's all readings of famous um, pieces of lit- literature or poems. Oh god! And the, here we go with Jonathan below. Yeah, and the it's more the Byron context. I, like the content seems to kind of fit the context, but it's also very esoteric. And well, I've heard people weird. talk about the themes in the game, and then it's probably esoteric. Well, that's yeah. how Braid yeah. is. Like I didn't, think, I didn't like the Braid yeah. resolution or yeah. whatever. Um, I didn't like how like oh you gotta play, you gotta finish all the puzzles to get the real story. It's like well, no. The I'm not knowing you, you'll just go to YouTube and look it up. So yeah. who needs yeah. to do the puzzles? The also, the only thing I want answered from the witness is who the fuck has been leaving these giant fucking. Maze screens all across. You want me to tell you when we spoil it? No. I, can sp- I know the oh, answer. You know the answer? Okay, don't tell me. It's there. Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what, that's what, no. Can you kind of fit in with the, the, the palate of the world? He does kind of fit in with you the palate of the world. You kind of see Grimace like lumbering along, being like, oh, I want a cheeseburger. Or what was it? <laughs> McNuggets? He's just know, like, where's, uh, the, where's the love for Grimace? So a bunch of light bloom. I don't know. Grimace I was more of a hamburger guy. You were a ham. That makes sense. Yeah, you were a hamburger guy. I was about to be kids. Kind of a villain. 
to be ca- the uh, <laughs> squad, whatever the squad the of, of one of one of everything. Like it's just <laughs> it's we got a kid in a wheelchair, we got a kid, you know, with glasses. It kind of reminds me of Recess. It does remind me of Recess. It seems like that, that came as a product of Recess. Was that yeah. a movie or a TV show first? It was a TV, TV show. show. Okay, and it was fantastic. It was a TV it was show. On, like Saturday mornings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one Saturday morning. It's a Disney that. Saturday morning cartoon. But um, they, I don't think this ever came to fruition. But they talked about making like a new run of it like of them going to fifth grade and all the character designs were like completely revamped like they went through some sort of like maturity puberty puberty, puberty. by fifth grade wait were you trying to talk around the word puberty someone no to, i just I couldn't oh, think couldn't, of it. Uh, someone needs to stop feeding those kids hormones mikey wasn't yeah, the only like, eat these hormones children <laughs> i'm still waiting to hit puberty you know it's a bummer i lost my voice yesterday at the erg race thing so the entire day yesterday, it just sounded like I was my voice was dropping for the first time. It was really <laughs> what? My, my voice still cracks a, a couple times a week, and it's really aggravating. You should get, get there. Does it, does it stop? Because my voice is cracked. I since mean, I was luckily more... my dick just keeps growing, so there's <laughs> that's, that. That's, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I, I it's weird because mine just keeps shrinking. Is that how it's supposed to work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, some reason, my penis is seventeen inches long. It's it's very awkward. This is lovely where this is going. Your earlobes get longer, but everything else shrinks. Uh, I have this thing where all of my limbs are retracting into my body. I actually saw my extremities, period. And I think I'm becoming... Mason is actually a turtle. Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> and then you're going to go create the witness. Uh, Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. That's how we got here. Um, so, uh, you've been playing the witness. You've been playing anything else? Um, chipping away at Borderlands. I haven't finished. Uh, Doesn't have working controller support for me anymore. Uh, that sucks. That really sucks. I don't want to play it anymore. Um, let's see. Nice. That's apropos of your mo. I have a thing about that later. Yeah, I haven't been playing too many games actually. Um, what little I've played of Gang Beasts and yeah. Rocket League we'll talk with about you. Gang in a minute. And I just downloaded Hitman Go Definitive Edition for PS4. Alex bought Hitman Go on a console. It yeah. was which it was is six bucks. Oh, it's on Steam. And it popped up on like, hey, new games out, Hitman Go. I was like, well, what? Here, here's my thought process because when I, I only played Tomb Raider Go at home on my iPad, so it's still the same location. And this way, I don't have to look at my small screen. I can look at it on a big screen. And it was six bucks. So, is that how much it is on mobile? I know what it is. No, no, like it's the no, same price. I actually already owned it on mobile. I just never got past the first level because when I got it, I I just wasn't. So in the mood for that. If they put it on consoles and PC, I'm fine with that. But the fact that they call it Definitive Edition. Kind of rubs me the wrong way, specifically that it's going from mobile to other I, I didn't look like up the, like why they call it that. Is there more content? It's no probably idea. all that because I think there, there's like multiple boards you could buy. That's that's what I think. Yeah, I you can dress the hitman up in it different seems costumes. Like definitive edition and game of the year edition are like pretty standard names, yeah. right? But like that parlance isn't in mobile mm. apps, so it's just weird seeing that. Hmm. 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 Is it the definitive edition? We'll find out. Oh, you haven't played very much of it? No, nah, I haven't oh. played any. I haven't even cracked it open yet. Oh. What have you been playing, Dylan? Or what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing more Borderlands 2. Yeah, I keep uh, seeing you playing that. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot more than the Gunzerker. That's nah, a, the Gunzerker for like playing by yourself rocks. It's a very overpowered class. Because you can just... So basically, have you've played it. I play it have as you a Gunzerker. Played it? Oh, I've, I've, I've sunk hundreds of hours in okay. Borderlands 2. Because like... So his Gunzerking ability... You can basically build the character out so you're just constantly in gunzerking. Yep. Yeah. That like by the time you run out of gunzerking, 
the cooldown is already broke and you could just fire it back up again. Wasn't there a thing that when you're in guns arcing mode, the more kills you get, it takes off time for the next guns arcing? Well, there's yeah. also an ability that kills you get increases the amount of time you're currently in guns arcing. Mm-hmm. So it all just kind of, and then there's like, it's all in that one tree. There's basically a tree that's just de- dedicated to guns arcing and there's like an ability that, uh, if you kill someone, or or shooting your gun has a chance of instead of spending ammunition, just fills your ammunition. Yeah. So you're yep. just constantly regenerating ammo, constantly regenerating health. Nice. I'm still dying. That's because, super overpowered. I well, love it. so are some of the enemies because like True. I was in the part where you have to rescue Roland <sighs> from the the raiders, and there's a mini boss in there called Mad Mike, and he just has a rocket launcher that can literally take out your entire shield and all but like thirty of your health. That's why you got to keep the like, one. Is that the one? Is that the one where you keep going like down and down and down and down? It's the one where you go through the base and then you end up on the dam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's a boss in a part called Satan's Sinkhole. It's just a giant. Oh, you're still super early. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I'm like level 16. Nice. You're you're gonna see some like really cool stuff. It. I played but, yeah. up to level 30 before, but like I said, it was so frustrating because the difficulty is so fucked. See, I never had an issue with the, but I was the Gunzerker. I think another thing is that the if you look at class design in that game, what's really fun about the Gunzerker is what's really fun about Diablo 3, where you can start comboing stuff really quickly with that class, and I feel like a lot of the classes have a longer ramp up when you can start comboing abilities. But I think really good class design is when you start feeling like you have a liberty to kind of exploit the game. Like, you feel like you're actually getting the better half of a class design. And that's what I think Blizzard's always done really well with, like, the WoW classes or Diablo classes. I just constantly think they just throw too much stuff at you. Like, the Warden that you fight, which is the robot that's holding Roland, just constantly regener- or creates loader bots. Mm. So he's constantly just throwing loader bots at you while you're trying to chip away at his shields. And it's just... Are you, you know, playing on, nor- like, the normal difficulty? There's no difficulty one? setting. You, when you beat it, you unlock a new one. The really? Vault Hunter version, right? There. Well, I'm at... That's fucked. That I'm one at, is really hard. Yeah. Well, I'm at the first playthrough, so... But, do, so do you... When you play Halo, and this isn't like I'm like I'm not measuring your, your game I'm or playing normal. Okay, Legendary. normal. I don't so play I always pussy. play on... Um, Heroic. Heroic. Heroic, that's what it is. Yeah. Because the I, way you gotta play. Well, no, and I want to talk about difficulties what I want to talk about this week, because I, I think there's a lot of points that I've been playing. I restarted XCOM 2 because I got bored with my run through it, oh, and I put wow. it on a higher difficulty, and now I like it way more. Whoa. So, we'll talk about that in a second. So, are you finding, because I want to get back into Borderlands 2, because I think I like the world of Borderlands more. Yeah. Post Tales of the Borderlands. Are exactly. you finding that you're more into it now? Yeah. Okay. Like, because, you know, Jack... So Han- Borderlands 2 is the Borderlands Extended Universe for yeah. you. <laughs> like, Handsome Jack makes so much more sense as a character now. and They do cool stuff with him. You should play the pre-sequel. Like, they do a lot of cool Handsome Jack um, expos- exposition stuff in the last quarter of the game. Oh, yeah. I thought the last quarter of Borderlands 2 was lame, though. I enjoyed it. Well, did you play Borderlands 1? I love Borderlands. Okay, so no, no. I love that part. Yeah. I love what you're talking I know what you're talking about. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Because I played the fuck out of Borderlands 1. Same. You can I download bought- Borderlands 1 for free this month. Games on, with Gold. Games with Gold. Ooh. Yeah, I think... I, play I, Xbox, give us money. Yeah. <laughs> I think I read somewhere what happens at the end of Borderlands 2 or something. Or like where, I just thought the resolution was just kind of like a... It really? felt like the Mass Effect 2 resolution for me, where I'm like, well, that was... Well, the resolution Tales from the Borderlands is way more satisfying. I want to play it. Well, did you oh. guys... Um, dre- so, have we all completed um, episode 3? No. no. No? Okay. Have you gotten to the point where you can give Loaderbot a costume? Or like, no. no. What? Uh, did you guys totally miss that? If well, you, wait, did, is, Loaderbot hates you, though. But Lo- Loaderbot hated me, but I made nice with him. Yeah, there's a scene where you kind um, of say you're sorry. And when you're in the dude's lab... 
I'm not even that far. Oh, okay. Uh, we got that far. The Atlas okay. guy. I've only played, like, we've gotten out of the facility. I gave him a tuxedo. I have only played through the end of episode two. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't know you cool. could do that. I missed that. We, yeah, there's, we a, failed our home there's a quick change we station. Which, yeah, you, oh. yeah, it's, it's in the little Spring break is coming up in a week spring and a half. So I can, I'm coming. Oh, play well, some video Mason's games. Mason's going to be gone. I can play Tales from the Borderlands. I can play some video games. I can play some video or games, I could, too. Or I could VPN into my router at home and stream yeah. from my router. That's pretty good. But the hotel internet won't have it. I also played um, played some Rocket League, I think. Or, we know. all played Rocket League. Oh, that's right. Well, I also played some. Oh, play, you're playing by yourself. Yeah. Or oh. I'll play with Wendy, whatever. Wait, what's it, So, when you're not playing split screen with your friends, what are your options? Is it 1v1 online? There's matchmaking. Awesome so, there's, there's several. So, there's two tiers of matchmaking. There's ranked, and then there's just, like, regular free play matchmaking, unranked. Um, and then there's in ranked, you can either play 1v1, 2v2, or 3v3. Fuck yeah. And in unranked, I don't you like can, 3v3 though. Nah. You kind of gotta be playing with your friends. In unranked, like it's hard to score. Yeah. You can play 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, or chaos mode, which is 4v4. And then there's, and then there's a fifth slot that they constantly cycle in different stuff. So at one point, it was like, um, you know, holiday season. So it was an ice rink. And a giant hockey puck. Oh, that's so cool. It's pretty around. cool. And now they have the um They labs. had mutators at first, which just threw in all the mutators, so cube ball really? regenerating boost. But yeah, now they have Rocket Labs where they're testing out different maps layouts. So there's a, a, a map that's literally just a donut. So everyone shares the same goal, but in order to score, you have to take it around the it's ring. It's like playing 21. That's like a really court cool. basketball. Uh-huh. Everybody half court to take it back, touch back. Um, pretty cool. Dan, what were your thoughts on Rocket League? Because that was your first real exposure to it last night, right? I liked it. Um, I need to, I need some time with it to get a little better with it, but I liked it. Yeah, I yeah. thought it felt really good. Um, I felt like the the acceleration and the control felt really natural. Um, I like the premise. I think it's I think it's fun. Um, I would I think I would really like one v one. I think I would really enjoy I like that. 2v2 too, you, though. You and I yeah. can play a bunch of that over break. So yeah. You, so, yeah. So, because there's a point where you get really frustrated with 1v1 just because, like, someone, you just get a bunch of losses in a row, and then you just switch to 2v2 or 3v3 and just play goalie. Yeah. And just be like, all right, I have so many less responsibilities now and so much less stress. Yeah. yeah. Well, and one thing I like about Rocket League is that when you play, like, like Tim and I always play together. Like, we have, like, an actual, like, we have, like, set, like, plays like he's the goalie or he'll, he'll like yo i'm crossing the ball like it's like yeah it's the most i've ever felt like playing a ball sport in a game context as yeah. opposed to playing a mechanics in the game context yeah so i really like um i'm just surprised at how much that game has stayed in not just like our conversations but just like in like the general i would agree with that culture. because it's not i mean it's pretty simple it's not it's not I got that, it for free yeah we played it's not on a that robust yeah. um it's just really well, it's just well, exe- well executed, yeah. and just it's so polished that I'm, I think it was really smart. They launched one map, one car type. Well, I think they're the precursor to this that they also made was it called Power Rocket Supersonic Acrobatic but, Battle Cars. Yeah, it just rolls right off the tongue. Um, that was the game they made. It's basically the same game, but there are some differences to it, and they yeah. just kind of like redid it from mm-hmm. the ground up. And I think they took a lot of the lessons they learned from that. Um, I also so play- would we we played. We played last night, though. Who were the teams last night? Switched oh, a lot, bud. Um, it was me and you, I played with Mason. Tim a lot. Yeah. It was Alex, and Alex was either with Tim or Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I was with you, I think, one time, Mason. 
Do you, did you we were, win? You were with Thomas we too won. before he. Oh, that was out. also with you. Yeah, and then I was with Thomas, and that was that. That was that. I don't think I lost last one night. round of. Well, nice. did the game you and game. I played, Mason. It was like twelve zero. That's the, the one where we destroyed it. Like that was bad. <laughs> yeah, I have the Delorean. I really They're enjoyed beating you the other night, though. Considering I've never really like played, that was fun. I don't like split screen anymore. In your face. Yeah, so I beat him in foosball, and it's really eating away. It's hard. <laughs> nah. That's okay because I destroyed him later that afternoon. Who did I play with foosball with? Who was on my team? Were you on my team? Yeah, because you, 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 you and I. That was an intense foosball game. Yeah. We almost broke that foosball table in half because it was so light. Where was that? <laughs> at uh, Emerson. at Emerson's house. Oh, yeah. Emerson's got a foosball table in his basement. Yeah. It's a pretty okay foosball. It's a little warped. Yeah, it's good enough. Branson's is better. Well, that's cool. Yeah, good. I like the Branson. We gotta one. clean that one out. Even though it's the the ping pong table sloped. This is the fucking most startup conversation. The <laughs> ping pong table's warped and the Radicurus <laughs> cups. The standing desks aren't working the right way. They don't automatically scale to my height. But man, our agency mural is kicking ass. It looks <laughs> great. I like our XD wall. God damn it. I like it's our such XD wall. Fucking, Natasha sweet. keeps erasing her birthday. Why? She doesn't want people to know what day she was born. So I keep writing it back up there. Why? Was she born on like no, it's Hitler's like, birthday or something. <laughs> yeah, you have April, to ask her. April twentieth. Is that April fourth? No, you, you're right. You, it's April twentieth. I think it's April twentieth. Same day as Columbine. Because because the same day as Columbine, and I had a friend. Yeah. In, I had a friend in high school who was born. My friend Joe, and it's also four twenty. Yeah, Holy it's a whole bunch of stuff on that one day. Four twenty, bro. <laughs> Joe, Joe, You don't just know Hitler's birthday off the tip of your tongue, Alex. Come on. Nope. I also played Dance Dance Revolution Ultra Mix Three. On original Xbox, I want the record with the mask right yeah. yeah, how was that? I don't like DDR, so Wendy's good at DDR. Wendy is watching people yeah, who are good at DDR. But, like, I also the the difficulty names in that game are so confusingly fucked up. It's like beginner and then easy and then that kind of makes sense to me. Child's play. And then yeah, and then like <laughs> also easy. It, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait, what, are they, what are they actually? Do you know them off the top of your head? Or? No, I, I no. know there's like four, but like I can see beginner and easy following easy though. Right, I mean, but I think easy. they might be switched. It's like there's oh easy then beginner. Yeah. That's stupid. That, that, that would, would be, be weird. I'm now I'm mad. Yeah. Damn it, DDR Konami. Mason looks mad right now. I'm yeah, always, I always look I, for, mad. I forgot there. I that forgot the game DDR was made by Konami. Konami. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know, I know that until the logo came up. Wait, did you try up up down down left right left right? Is it the old Konami logo? The red one with the white. No, no, no. no, no. The, the white one with the two gold squares. No. Yeah. No, this, this is from one of my favorite video game logos. Oh no, this is from original Xbox era, so it's not. But that was right about when they changed. It was when they transitioned from PlayStation to PlayStation Two. Really. But I just remember playing Metal Gear Solid and seeing that logo and being like, yeah! I love the Konami logo. So when you play at the easiest Hold difficulty, on. which is like guided tour mode, there's a guy on the- hand reaches out from the screen and takes your foot and- <laughs> Basically, because there's just a guy standing on the screen showing you where to put your foot. As you do it, and in the in the button and the prompts come at like one every four seconds. It's like beginner guitar here. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Like we all we should play. Was Tim saying you want to play rock band? Tim, Tim was saying he wants to be rock band. That'd be I a lot think, of fun. I think I'd be down for a rock band. I love. Night. I, I've thought rock band. if if I had a job right now. I probably would have already purchased uh, Guitar Guitar Hero Live or Rock Band Dude, Four. So here's I the, was employed. Guitar Hero yeah. Live to me looks way more interesting because Guitar mm -hmm. Hero Live is more like Spotify. Yeah. Where yeah. you just pull this Guitar Hero Live mode up and yep. it just picks songs for you yep. and you just pass the thing around. That sounds awesome. Yeah, like, really cool. Yeah. And yeah, then you I can agree. pay for repeats and whatever. It's it's a less fucked DLC model. I think. I agree. To me, it's 
it's a really forward-thinking move on a giant company like Activision. To no, make, so I don't know enough about this. Can you tell me in detail? Like, what is paying for repeats? Like, how's you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. Right. Um, so basically, so the old Guitar Hero was basically like by songs, rock band. Yeah. like Rock Band. Yeah. Um, and then when they brought Guitar Hero back, um, they called it Guitar Hero Live, and basically you yep. buy the controller, and then there's like a base package, which is like I don't know. You play these play these songs. Um, but there is a a limited subscription model. So say you want to play for a night, you just buy in for like, oh, I want to play for three hours, and they give you this catalog of songs to choose from. There's also a station mode where you just tune into the station, like and, '90s or and like you play oh, whatever's, whatever's playing. playing. Oh, yeah. that's really it's the karaoke cool. model, yeah. like in like yeah. karaoke bars. And it's it's a way for them to have a greater song library while keeping the cost down because you know one of the big problems with that song was always licensing because yeah. dealing with labels is a fucking headache yeah and so it's a way for them to say hey look you already have this streaming model in place just use that cool and then if people want to pay to replay or just actually download the track Wait, do, did they, they partner with anyone to do the different labels okay different labels. i don't know who's manufacturing the guitar or anything so but uh, it's just it was, it, it's uh it's Mad Cats. Cats, yeah. i wonder how well that cool. game did I don't think that enough time much about it. People like the new guitar. My understanding is that everyone who has it really loves it. Both both Rock Band Four and Guitar Hero Live really love the peripherals and the the play. Um, I've heard that the sales have not been nearly what you know the plastic guitar craze was when it first came out. Right, Um, harmonic's been hurting. You know, let's let's be honest. I don't think anybody anticipated it to be as crazy as it was when it first came out. But but the Guitar Hero game was made on a pretty shoestring budget, apparently. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like, there's not much going in. Like, I mean, you have to do the the video recordings because the act. Have you seen the gameplay itself? Oh, yeah. it's all um, FMV. Yeah. yeah, it's still the Note Highway, but you're they're videotaping people now instead. Wait, what do you mean FMV? Like, it's not it's not uh, like graphics. It's like a full it's motion first video. Person. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And yeah. then when you fuck up, they like do these like blur cuts to so yep. the crowd like reacting poorly. People to start you. people start booing you. But they're real people. It's like cool. That. That's, yeah, I thought that's wasn't relatively... there a, like a viewer participation element, or was that? Misconveyed in the trailers. It might be that you can watch on Guitar Hero channel or whatever other people playing. But yeah. that sounds like the it, least fun. It's just going to turn do. into one versus one hundred. I like one watching point. other people play <laughs> Guitar Hero Rock Band sweet. if you're in the room. Yeah. I was saying, I wish there was like a bar in Richmond that just had for yeah. that night. Did you guys ever do? Did you guys ever do the drumming in the Rock yeah, Band? That and was, yeah, that stuff? Like yeah. My, that's like everyone's uh, favorite thing. I was, I was, I was. Me, it's guitar, but me, it's singing. I'm not a good drummer. Yeah. I can drum, but I don't. I don't. I have a hard time drumming with the guitar. I don't have hero a rhythm whatsoever, so for, I'm not good at any of it. For me, it's always singing. So if the game doesn't have a good catalog, I don't care. Yeah, like I, that's yeah. why the Beatles Rock Band is my notes. favorite one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Beatles Rock Band is a great game. But the record and show, great, I don't like Paul and Oates. The selection is of Beatles Paul songs and Oates in that. Paul, Hall and Oates. H A L L. Yeah. H A U L. I once had a conversation. You Hall and Oates. I once had a conversation with John Hall at a bar. And I didn't know who he was, but I sat and talked to him for like half an hour, and then he really? left. And the bartender was like, "Do you know who that was?" I don't know. John Hall. I, I don't know who that is. Uh, Hall and Oates. Well, I don't know. Man Eater. Okay. No thanks. I'm, I'm full. <laughs> Damn kids. Yeah. Right. Was he? Was he in the Rolling Stones? <laughs> Uh, I hit Dave Matthews at the door one time. <laughs> I sat next to Dave Matthews and Moss once, and he was coked out of his mind. Well, I can only assume he oh, was great. He was one of the most hyper individuals I've ever seen. So either he did lots of cocaine Were before he had Miller's dinner, and he was or... drawing boobs on a napkin because everyone has that story. No, no, this was in Moss. Does he speak the way he sings? 
Is he just like, I don't think so. He's really short. He is really short. So I was walking out of a jewelry store with my dad downtown. You know the one, Angelo? Yeah. He doesn't mean walking, he means running out. No, I was walking out and I pushed the door open and he's like, whoa. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, oh, it's fine, whatever. And he walks in and he's like, got a hood on or something. And my dad's like, you just smacked the shit out of Dave Matthews with a door. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Boy, yeah. Tinsley walks up and down the mall all the time. So I worked at a, a carpet cleaning company one summer, mm. and I cleaned Boy Tinsley's house. <laughs> I Who? forgot you told me that. Wait, who, is that? You told me yeah. that. who is that? He's the violinist. He's the violinist. Oh. The name and he's like this, this, this like six foot five, four, like just shredded like black dude. Dreads like, down to his ass. Like, like he's the coolest looking dude. He is dude the coolest looking dude ever. But and I he's was, a killer, killer violinist. And like I, I love Dave Matthews growing up, and I still, I'm still like, you know, I, I know it's cool to hate on Dave Matthews. No, I like early Dave. But I was Crash never a huge fan. Is probably one of my favorite songs ever. And um, Under the Table and Dreaming, fantastic album. It's awesome. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. And um, but I'm like, so like he's been this figure in my life my whole life. So I'm in his house and I just see him like with his wife and kids on it, like taking the classic beach photo where they're all in like white t-shirts standing on the beach. And I'm like, oh man, playing <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's playing. <laughs> but his house is gorgeous. Where, oh yeah, his entire sure. family shredded and dreadlocks down their ass too. <laughs> yes. Does he make him wear fake dreadlock? <laughs> the family nice. picture. It's pretty pretty cool house though. He lives out. Uh, the Rock also lives in Charlottesville. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. He used to work out at the yeah. Gold Gym. Uh, and I used to go there and see the rock working out. You know what? Good for him. Wait, we've Working talked about gym, the, the Vox breakdown of his diet, right? And how many calories he intakes in a given day. No. Have you seen the oh. cheat day photos? No. Oh, the cheat day photos are the best, but you go first. So, rock podcast episode 28. <laughs> go. Um, rock podcast. So either Vox was doing a, a story about the story or they were the ones who ran it initially. They did, uh, did an analysis of all the calories he, ta- he intakes in a day or a week. And for starters, it's around like 6,500 calories. Right. And I saw that many. Given day for single, <laughs> for single dude. Twice that. The interesting part was his protein and carbohydrates were off the charts. Yeah. But the the fats and other stuff were no more than like the average person. So yeah. he, he is eating more intelligently and exponentially more than everyone, every average male. And then they did a breakdown of ex- exactly what it is he does eat. And it's something like an entire ocean's worth of cod in a year. He eats, mm. he eats so much cod, it's crazy. So, so what you're saying is, when you actually smell what The Rock is cooking, it smells like fish? <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. that's exactly that's what I'm saying. Know. So, what's the, so what's the cheat day? <laughs> All right, so he had a picture of, like, he took a cheat day during his work. I think this is when they were filming Hercules. Yeah. And his cheat day was, like, a tall stack of pancakes, maybe, like, 20 tall a uh maybe like five pizzas just five medium like 12 inch pizzas and then like a pyramid All it takes is two pizzas a pyramid of brownies like brownies like probably like a pyramid of them. like we'd say like three cube three cubic inches that's insane and then a gallon oh, yeah. <laughs> three cubic inches oh. so they were actually cubes they're, they're the brownies were, were cubes no they were they were this tall and that's crazy that's mind-blowing well hey yeah. good for good for the rock man Wait, I was saying good for the rock about the cheat day. Like cheat you, day, that's yeah. a hell of a cheat day. He lives yeah. it. I, I, I think we're kind of overselling it. All right, he's just eating a lot of pancakes. Like it's pretty cool. <laughs> about pancakes, pizzas, and a pyramid like, of brownies. Thank God for the rock <laughs> <laughs> to eat the shit. He's an inspiration, we Mason. I think he's cool. I like the rock. I love wrestling. You guys and I watch love uh, uh, Scorpion King. Uh, what, um, I love Scorpion King. What's that show on HBO right now? 
Uh, oh, fuck. Um, uh, so, uh, eh. It's not called fuck. It's about football. Yeah, it's yeah, about football. It's like uh, the biz or football like, game. <laughs> I forget what it is, but it's really good. <laughs> it's so good. We like the title. Yeah, I like it a lot. See, I want to. Okay, I, I like Rob Corder. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, ballers. 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 There you okay. go. I yeah, I like it. Balling. Okay, so. Um, is that a Mazda commercial? How do we get to The Rock and Dave Matthews? <laughs> So uh, Charlottesville. Charlottesville is somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. oh, obviously. The, the center of everything, Charlottesville, the Bermuda Triangle, the the one focal point of every Guys, everything in Mason's life. Don't hate life. us because you can't you ain't us. Charles is a great town. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate us because you're ain't us. Have you seen the the dictator or the interview? Yeah. No. That's like the, the big line, don't hate us because we ain't us. Or we're not, you're mm-hmm. not us. I don't know. You've gotten that line wrong three times so far. Let's just move singer on. Singer of superb ass. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dylan, you played Rocket League. Cool. <laughs> in, in, in DDR. No, that's right. We're talking about DDR. Yeah. There's a freeze pop song in DDR. All right, Dan, what are you playing? <laughs> All right. Um, so, I haven't had a ton of time to game. Obviously, I played Rocket League and Gang Beast with you guys last night. Um, did you eat a C's worth of cod? I did not eat a C's worth <laughs> of cod. All right, moving on. Um, but I did play played Jackbox. Uh, Yes, you did. Fibbage and Quiplash on Friday night. With how many Quiplash bottles of wine? With lots, lots of bottles of wine, like nine. Which, yeah, Quiplash Whoa. is just f- phenomenal. Um, Can you explain what it is for those who don't know? Yeah, so Quiplash is basically... Uh, it's like Cards Against Humanity, except that instead of the white cards having everything pre-printed, you, you go up against one other person um, and make up some funny answer to a question. And the rest of the people in the room vote on your... Um, which of the two is the funniest? That's, that and sounds all right. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun. Similar to Fibbage. It can get it can get very vulgar and pretty quickly. And but it, if you're in the right crowd, it's hilarious. Uh, and, and I want none of that. One of the highlights and, you when know, when I play with Dan, uh, the question was, "What's in my pants?" or something. No, the no, question. So the question was, "Where's the where's the beef? Where's the beef?" And both my wife and I, Kelly said, "In your pants," and I said, "In your pants." Boom! And so it comes up, and we both had basically the exact same answer. Yeah, I saw that picture. Of course, on I won because boom. Because because boom because. <laughs> Boom. Mason's registered um, trademark. And then boom. the only other thing I played oh. this week uh, was Progress, which is this really cool... <laughs> oh, it's just so good. It's so good. I thought that was uh, a life wait, thing. I like, can't get past the last maybe, level, and it keeps bumping me back down to like 82%. I can tell you how to get past the last level if you want. Okay. Well, so, let me check it out later. I'll text yeah. you. Yeah. No, um, let me explain to you the context really quick of what I know about Progress, and I'll let you explain it for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. sure. Alex is like, I need to call you. No, I need you to, That's my understanding I need to call my phone. Uh, I, need to talk. I had to call Alex. Yeah. So progress <laughs> no is outgoing calls. Progress is incoming calls. Uh, it's only on iOS right now, and it is the most simplistic interface. Um, so it's, it's a you pull warm it pulls it up, black and white screen, and it's a and it just gives you a prompt. Okay. And you have to do what it asks you to do. Okay. And you there are one hundred levels. So okay, one hundred puzzling moments for you and your phone. Ew, I don't like when it says hello, though. It's very British. Swipe to unlock. Okay. Is that yeah, challenge one? So that personality touch persists throughout the game. Uh, it's a nice touch. You do realize this is the beginning of the end. Like, this yeah. is how we become, Two like, fingers. sheeple. This is a game? Yes. Um, oh, speaking of technology, one thing I want to talk about. This is, like, Hold the... device upside down. This is, like, the iOS UI tutorial that they didn't build into the phone. It's, yeah. Yep. Um, but it, it gets crazier, and it gets better. Showed um, up your ass. Did you guys see the Boston Dynamics, um, smaller humanoid... Oh, yeah, video? the, the robot, robot. Bipedal one? That was terrifying. I think I, I said that to you guys. It's terrifying, and also made me really bummed out when the Canadian yeah, dude with the, the hockey away. stick, because he's clearly Canadian... 
Was is, he actually Canadian? No, or but keep no. Saying of course he was. Yeah. Okay, I'm just it's making sure. It's keeps like knocking it's Boston the box robot's hands. Like, leave him alone. Yeah. And then in the future, they push him over, and then he gets up, and then it kills when everybody. When he pushed yeah. himself up, though, that was like, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the beginning of the end I right there. moment where I'm like, wait a minute, Terminator 2, yeah. okay, yep. Skynet, Google owns Boston Dynamics, and... Yep. <laughs> Set the doomsday the clock to midnight. But anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Really? Let's talk about Gang Beasts. Let's talk about Gang Beasts. So Gang Beasts is like a multiplayer. It's I would describe it as the greatest wrestling game ever made. <laughs> um, it's a multiplayer. It's like if Play-Doh had, had a, a licensed game. I think it's like if, if you took <laughs> it the Super best Smash elements Bros. of wrestling, Super Smash Bros, and Quap. It's basically yeah. celebrity deathmatch without the celebrities. And less I'm the only person old enough in this room probably I to remember I would go to my grandparents' Grandpa. house and well, watch you it look secretly. Like three heads, so. Really? Yeah. I would like... It like scared me. Yeah, it was, well, there was a, you, gross. you guys remember the game. Like, there was a game from the TV show. Yeah. Oh, I don't think and I And so it was like claymation characters with terrible controls that... I don't recommend anybody play this game. Was, was it like on Clay N64? Fighter? It was, I think it was on N64. It was, was kind of like Clay Fighter, but Clay Fighter's, you know, 2D. Yeah. Um, I had Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Garbage. Clay Fighter is garbage. Uh, wait, wait, what are the names again? It's like Clay Fighter I- Ichibod. Oh, I don't remember. Ichibod Clay and Blue <laughs> Suede Goo. Oh, God. Andrew the- Dice Clay. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Something like that. Writing Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Oh. Isn't that who wrote it? No, no, Andrew that's Weber. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lever. Andrew Dice Clay is a really foul-mouthed comedian. <laughs> this podcast needs some yeah. riddling. Yeah. He's like, what? Um, what? Anyway, so Yeah, we're all kind of tired. I'm not tired. I'm awake. Fuck you guys. All right, <laughs> fuck I'm not you tired. too. Um, fuck so Gang you. Beast is amazing and is the game of the year. All right, moving on. <laughs> all right. We built it up a bit too much for Dan. No, we did not. No, you didn't. No, the, the, my problem with Gang Beast is I didn't have enough time with it to figure out the controls. Well, that's, and the, so, that's the point. That's the beauty well, of Gang Beast. But when you step into it with people who have already figured out the no, controls, we start it's playing. just like... But, like, having that is not much of an advantage. Well, yeah. I will say that I think that we knew the... Like, learning the first time we played, like, learning that you can't throw is a really important thing. They need to learn that you have to use your momentum. Yeah. And, like, I guess we, we were a little better. But even then, I somehow totally forgot how to jump. I feel like I had an easier a, time jumping. The a button. Well, I, I always mix the game mechanic. I know, I know that. Always mix up <laughs> kick and headbutt. Because I figured oh, no, which because one's which. So on my computer, the first player's kick and headbutt controls are switched because I fucked it up one time, and oh. then I thought it was funny when everyone couldn't figure out what they were, so I just left it that way. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> to add some more chaos, I just want to make it as fucked up as possible. Well, I didn't realize there was a kick. I think it's X is X kick. Or I thought B. X just like sent you to the ground. Is that? Whatever wants to so hold. Headbutt will send you to the ground if you hold it, and kick will send you backwards to the ground. It's a very oh, silly game. Oh, so that's how you lean forward. Yeah. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of the controls have multiple uses. Yeah. Whether or not you do and press a, or hold. And there's a hidden like stamina system that I think weighs when you get knocked out. Yeah. There's a grip gauge, um, that isn't surfaced, kind of like Shadow of the Colossus. So, are, is this game still in development or was it just released? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's in it, development. Yeah. Okay. I think it's I still. Mean, apparently, it crashed four fucking times last night. Yeah. yeah. That was annoying. So, yeah, because the subway level used to be way bigger. Like, it used to be a giant platform, like almost the size of like the the girder one. Like, way bigger than that one. And there is like a little house on a second floor that you could walk up the stairs and go into. So, it just made the c- camera. I mean, that camera still needs some working. Just how yeah, much it, I think the arenas where the camera doesn't move are probably my favorite ones. Yeah. Like the yeah. ring and the... Or the grinder one. The grinder one was great. Because all it does is... The grinder one was great to watch. So just, funny. Just because, because it's so dramatic. It's so, when grinders so hilarious. And there's physics on everything. And, and it's all impact. It's all oriented around the... Like the... Um, 
the actual character model as opposed to like like hit boxes and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it just it 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 has a sense of impact that I really appreciate. Yeah. I really like the tower too, not the elevators, but the one that looks like the level from Elgar Solid too. The like window washing? No, the orange uh, tower. Uh, it's with the boards. No, with the stairs going up and down. That's Ooh, like, oh, oh, I don't like that The map. big cylinder. The cylinder. cylinder. Oh, like the, 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 like, nuclear silo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's fun, though, because it does have that cat. We can throw people down the staircase. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I think I like the bus. I mean, the, the highway one the best, though. Oh, the that's the one, actually, I haven't played the highway one. That's the one that makes me laugh the hardest, because they purposely pan the camera super late to the game, so you can only see the billboard coming for a second, and then <laughs> it's just so good. Or when when the, uh, the camera was behind it and it looked like someone had thrown Dylan off and it slowly <laughs> panned around and Dylan's just hanging on my yeah, one that hand. Was, that, that, was, was, that was incredible. Yeah. There's a lot of moments like that in that game that I really like because it, it feels... I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed saying, watching you guys play it. Um, it feels so cinematic because it allows so the, it creates this environment where this, this chaos can kind of be... Yeah. Which I think is a really cool system design. But I think that you, you look at fighting, like Street Fighter 4 never looks that dramatic or... Street Fighter 4 is dramatic because if you know the underlying rules of it, it's dramatic. Yeah. Or didn't, Super Smash Bros. Didn't the fifth one just come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came out with a lot of problems. Yeah. There's like uh, half, half the mechanics are not there. Like the story I mode's gone. I have always oh, wanted wow. and to they're putting get in later. super into a fighting game. I guess Soul Calibur 2 is the most I ever got into a fighting yeah. game. Yeah, me too. I really just Street Fighter 2 Turbo was the only fighting game I ever really got into. Um, I played a lot as... Guy. Uh, Guile. I think nice the he one that, cool the hair. one the one with the lo- no Guile's the the green guy right yeah no. he's the, he's the army dude the guy no, with, the long, yeah, with the long with the stretching arms he's the, in five the green guy's the beast guy that's what yeah. you're thinking of I can't remember what his name is. he has this, the the somersault oh, move oh yeah. yep I got really into Dead or Alive like three or four of course you did no not for the <laughs> obvious reasons um, <laughs> what other reason would there be to play that game uh, the mechanics are great have the, you heard the of, way they line up the the boob physics are phenomenal have you heard that <laughs> there's one of them where the boob physics are tied to the age that you input on the setting screen and you can crank the age up to 99 <laughs> and let me tell you the Wait, physics just what get the fuck that's, that's hilarious that's amazing <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god did you see this dead or alive uh, what like a the dead physics, or alive beach vacation or something coming out and it's just like, it's just the the, the uh, trailer for it is one of these dead or alive characters like frolicking on the beach and showing you her. It's the beach volleyball game. No, 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 it's not the beach volleyball. It's just like it's it's just I forget what it was. I need to look it up again now. So they're just straight up releasing anti. They're just straight up releasing. What's that? What's yeah. that? Adventure game? Uh, leisure, it's just leisure, leisure suit Larry. Yeah, basically. No, that's leisure suit Larry. That's funny. Humor, like yeah. that's not even like it's less. The character models are not remotely that sexy. Um, like it's not even a. Oh, what's the other fighting game I really like? Um, well, isn't Dead or Alive the like evolution of Virtua Fighter? I mm-hmm. couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think, think so. I've, I've yeah, heard that. So. Virtua Fighter is a really good oh, fighting system. I got really into Mortal Kombat. Like I the, love Mortal Kombat. The one that came out three or four years ago. The just seven? Nine, nine or ten? Just Mortal Kombat. Seven. Oh, ten just seven. came out. No, that was nine. Was it nine? Nine. Nine. Yeah, nine? Yeah, it was nine. Yeah, um, yeah, I was really, really into that. Because it had a really good story mode, right? Like it was cool. It's like as good as fighting game story games could be. be. Yeah. Well, no, but it was what, what it did was it was cool. Is it, was, it would seamlessly do story, and then you'd go into a fight, and there would be there wouldn't be a hitch. It was sweet. Yeah, it was super fun, and it was you know it's a Mortal Kombat story, but it was cool. Um, I only pl- ever yeah. played Mortal Kombat three. Yeah, I played Mortal Kombat three. I played I like Mortal Kombat two. Uh, I played the one that was like a big open world RPG. That was weird. I played them too. I didn't like it. There was an RPG Mortal Kombat. It, like it was a mode when they were like going uh, crazy and they had Mortal Kombat or like walk around. Yeah, it was fucking weird. That's interesting. We also played uh, Spelunky multiplayer on yeah. Friday night. I was not I, a fan. I didn't know y- there was Spelunky multiplayer. 
What so do the other characters look like? They're just, they're just you can select different character models no matter what. But is it all just the miner, the splunker? No, no, no there's a bunch of characters like a robot. There's a Buddha dude. There's a a guy with a turban. There's a guy with it's a little girl. A there's lot, a bunch of stereotypes, like an explorer pit helmet. Yeah, a bunch of stereotypes. I guess. Yeah, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. The mechanics for Spelunky, so Spelunky, what, what it really is, is a, is a roguelike uh, platformer. Um, cool. We tried to do the adventure mode one time together, and we didn't even get to the first. Or we got through the first gate, and then everyone died on spikes and stuff in the second level. I love Spelunky. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm with you, Alex. I'm not really a fan. This didn't do it for me. Alright. Uh, so, fuck okay. off! Sorry. <laughs> yeah. so, Your are wrong. game is, it's fun. I, Everything I you believe in is wrong. this conversation since I didn't play it. I think you would like Spelunky. I probably would. Take, um, I'm uh, surprised you don't like Spelunky because you like platformers so much. But yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I, the, I don't really dig the art style and oh, I like the art mechanics style. and, and the, the music is like so good. I think um, in terms of games like that, I think a thousand one spikes is more up my alley. Never played it. I don't like the look of a thousand one spikes. Dan would. It's ape it. I like it. Well, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> depends. Depends. So um, I've been playing. A game called XCOM 2. Oh my god. <laughs> and so what I had happened with XCOM 2 is that uh, I got to a point where I was, I'm pretty late in the game with my like first campaign and all of a sudden it was, I had gotten this in a point where I could exploit the system and like I'm, I was, my group was too good for the game. Like there was no stakes anymore. That sounds great. XCOM yeah, 2 great. well what's fun about XCOM 2 though, at least for games for me is that when I'm I have to th- I have to outthink how to beat it. So I, I was I hadn't played XCOM two uh, for almost a week and a half now. Like I just completely fell off of it. And I was almost I was pretty far in the game. I just fell off of it. I got bored with it. I started it this morning on a higher difficulty, and I'm way in love with it again. So what I was thinking about is is that why or what are what do you guys feel on on like difficulty and how do you how do you what what do you think is that sweet? Like, what do you like? I, it? like, I think it's a very well, subjective I feel, thing. I feel like we had a very long conversation about this a few podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, talked we about did. yeah um, more, but we talked about more like how we viewed difficulty just in terms of game mechanics. No, we were talking about systematic difficulty, yeah, and I we want to talk about your personal, personal like, difficulty threshold preferences. Of, like, do you like games because? Because I think mm. one so, thing I'm really about myself is that I like I like to beat shit. I like being. I like having you think a sit like exploit a system. I like to beat shit, but I also like to feel like I'm earning something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So I will almost always start games on whatever the default difficulty is. I always do that. Yeah. And then kind of suss it out from there. But I'll be very. It's very rarely will I drop my difficulty down if I'm having a hard time. Yeah. But I will then adjust up if needed. Um, you know, I think I, for me, I think the easiest game to in recent memory where I look at how difficulty plays into things and how easy it is to... to the two the two games that, that stick out are uh, Resident Evil, either the HD remaster or the Zero remaster, because Resident Evil's always done a really good job at scaling difficulty, and so I'll start easy and get harder. Um, and then Fallout. Um, where I made Fallout harder. Far, Fallout, uh, you know, I did beat it all on the same difficulty, but thinking back, I probably should have ramped the difficulty up at some point because... Well, they incentivize you to do it, too. Yeah, it got... It got pretty easy after a certain point, and then it... I still enjoyed the game a lot, but... If you're a stealth build, though, like I was, like, I one-shotted the death things on, like, very difficult... Death claws? Death claws, yeah. Yeah, oh, I did... I did 
a lot. I, I one-shotted pretty much every... I mean, I, I'm not a stealth build, but I did... Uh, I ramped up... I saw a bloody mess maxed out, and I had the rifle uh, mm-hmm. one maxed out, and I only used rifles. And so I was... I mean, I was... You know, my minimum damage was like 140 and for a shot, and so I would just one-shot everything. His, his damage. My damage. My minimum damage. Well... Um, but so, yeah, so that was an example where, you know, I probably should have ramped it up because I was feeling like I needed a little more of a challenge. Um, but do you since guys I, find yourself ramping difficulty up and down? Because I always do it. Well, I always drop it. I always go up. Rarely. For me, really? it depends on two things. Um, for, if I feel a need to. First, I'll try to look up before I play, like, what our people are saying. Like, oh, this game skews kind of easy, bump the difficulty up, or like, oh, this is really hard, stick to normal. Um back when I was focused on achievements, like early on in the 360 days, a lot of games would, would cancel your achievements if you drop the difficulty down or change it from what you initially set out with. So that was a, a big thing. I will, I, will do, I will do replays on harder difficulty to mm-hmm. unlock higher achievements. Yeah. I will do yeah. that. Yep. Um, but, but first time through, it's very rare for me to ever adjust the difficulty. I used, I used to be... I've done, I did that with... I think like Call of Duty 3 and 4, I don't know why, but like I didn't have any new games, so I just did the veteran difficulty for both 3 and 4. I don't mm-hmm. think I ever did the Mile High Club mission on veteran, the one where you oh, storm yeah. the, the plane. That's but, a fun mission. But I did, I cleared all of Call of Duty 3 on veteran, and it gives you like, the achievement for that is like 500 gamer points or something. Wow. It's mm-hmm. like It's like half the total points you can get yeah. from that game. But overall... I, um, Dan, you kind of hit on it where I always focus on that, that feeling of like, of, of flow or or catharsis where like you want to be pushed to the brink of failing or dying. And then you want to bring yourself back because like that's, that's the dramatic tension that can be brought about in the gameplay mechanics. But so like a game like Shadow of Mordor can does that really well because mm-hmm. you can be facing down twenty guys, but as long as you like grit your teeth and think through it properly, or Batman as well, you can get your way through that. And that's yeah. where that combat system really succeeds. Something like Ninja Gaiden did that really well. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden is good difficulty. But something like Borderlands or the Bethesda games, there's a point where like, and it might be part of the fact because it's first person, so you don't have that sense of like where everything is surrounding you, so you can't gauge like this is a I'm fucked. Yeah. I, I have to like I'm gonna lose this no matter what, um, so I'm I'm constantly dropping those difficulties down. Like if there is a difficulty change on Borderlands Two, I would drop it. Yeah, I would drop it to the bottom. Mm. And I've done that for both Skyrim and Fallout, all the Fallout games I've played. Yeah, because that's not where I'm I'm there for. Like because Fallout for me, it's really mm. like on the regular difficulty, it's really hard for the first like 14 levels. Yeah, but then it, it there was like a moment where all of a sudden I realized it just wasn't hard anymore. It just, but it yes. just feels um, grinding to me. It's like, like yeah. on a game, a survival game that's so focused on like you have limited ammunition so early in the game. Yeah, I don't want to plug half of my inventory into one death claw just to get through. Mm-hmm. I mean, the key with Fallout is understanding that there are certain areas you're just not meant to go to early in the game. Um, yeah, you know, there are certain areas that are easy enough to clear early on, and there are certain areas like, you know. I remember. Have you have you gotten to the Salem Witch uh, Museum yet? I, I have. I have not been there. That was actually okay. a quest. I have sixty five hours. I really want to. It's go a there. really cool quest. 
So, um, so I'm not going to spoil it because okay. I know if Mason hasn't done it yet, you should do it. Um, I'm going to restart Fallout, though. What? Yeah. yeah. We're never going to talk about the ending of Fallout. Because they're going to do the survival difficulty. Oh, my God. Uh, and that's, I, that's like my... Because basically what it means is that it's easier for you to die, but also enemies all take now realistic damage. So a shot in the head is a shot in the head. So, like, it's it just sounds way more fun to me. Because I think what I like about the post-apocalyptic genre is the idea of, like surviving yeah. yeah and i felt like i got to a point in, in fallout where i'm like i have like three missile launchers i got like a, a robot dude rolling with me i'm good like yeah i have a silenced gauss rifle like i'm not <laughs> in the apocalypse i'm the fucking king of the world right now yeah <laughs> and i love the stalker series yeah and that game makes me feel like i am like i'm always fucked and you have to sleep and you get diseases and i like that get cool. mole rat disease but that also might be just be my personality, where I just <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment, man. Um, so you got to a point though. I, I was I thought it was interesting where you're talking about the games that you like to turn down are the ones that have the difficulty scales systematically, where it's just health bars are bigger, damage numbers are lower, and I do think that that's not a lazy difficulty system, but I don't think it's mm-hmm. inherently more enjoyable. Whereas what XCOM does is the AI changes to be to try on a harder they'll try to flank you more they try to flush yeah. you out more they do more things that and that's when I like and Ninja Gaiden the same the way the gameplay gets goes more up, interesting you know or even when there's more volume of enemies yeah you know and that's one thing I like the Diablo difficulty curve is that yeah. they throw more enemies at you with more variants like so on um, normal Diablo it's you fight easy. an enemy that has one like they can build walls and that's like the traps you in but on like a hard like Inferno they can build walls they have shockways they you know they have all these mutators on them and I think that's a cool as a game designer that's how mm-hmm. you should do difficulty where you, you introduce more ways for the player to have to exploit the system in order to it's like yeah. uh, raid mode in Re- uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 um, you there are I think maybe you really had to think through that sentence to 30, yeah, pronounce it I, properly I uh, there are I think 30 levels but there are 3 uh, difficulties of each of the levels and so they're really you know 90 variations and what they do is they introduce character variations so it'll be you know you can do the first level on easy medium hard um and they give you a recommended level you should be to tackle it uh based on the you know they up the level of the of the zombies that you're fighting uh but they also introduce things like you know zombies that spit fire and zombies that will drain your life fire. and yeah, yeah so dialon 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 th- dialon i think um this is one thing that Halo 1 did really well that no Halo game has been able to replicate. As you go through the levels, you've never seen any of these enemies before. They're all doing different stuff. You know, uh, run-of-the-mill vanilla Covenant, and then the Flood. And then the Flood. And then, then you see Hunters. Like, the first time you see Hunters on Silent Cartographer, that's a huge deal. That's really yeah. cool. Well, and um, their silhouette's so cool how they lumber. Yeah. They're just, Bundy um, does silhouettes so well. Yeah. Like, And Destiny's the same way, too. When yeah. the first time you run into the Mars dudes, the big, what are they called? Uh, the Hive. No, 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 the, 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 oh, the, the um, gladiators. Yeah, I think of the moon. Um, the cabal. The cabal. When you shoot their heads, it looks like a can popping off. Sweet. Mm-hmm. There's a running theme here with the way Destiny names their enemies and their geographic locations that yeah. I'm not quite <laughs> bought into. I still How love do you mean? the art direction on Destiny. Just that, like, okay, we're going to take too. this this general word or this kind of, like, fancy-sounding word, and we're going to attach it to an alien race or something, and yeah. now it's cool and ornate. Or so what would we're you do? take an adjective and use it to describe a group like the fallen or the isn't that what yeah. we do as a species? Like that's like these are dolphins. <laughs> like <laughs> what else is a dolphin though? It's like if you named an alien <laughs> football team in Miami. Oh, that's true. Okay, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I kind of. I kind of oh, like. No, the no I like. It's not, it's I not love like, the Art Direction of Destiny. That's what kept me on it for so long. My yeah. criticism there is not that they do it; it's that they keep doing it. I guess so. I it's, can see that. I was wondering, like, what your proposed like other. Okay, so before don't we go, make a first-person sci-fi shooter. That was that would be my no. proposed. Would you guys change. do what uh, Battlefield Five might be? Sci-fi? No, a no. World War One shooter. Oh, that's yeah. I'm like I, when I heard that, I was the like, Battlefield series started in, World in War World War Two with like, and they did a lot of like flying dogfighting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in World War One, I, I think, is a brutal war that it, I yeah. don't know how it'd be funny in a multiplayer environment. Mm, but mustard gas. There's yeah. there's so many limitations <laughs> oh, oh that happened in yeah. World War One. Also, there was horses and tanks in yeah. World yeah. War One, which trenches. is crazy. There were yeah. trenches and airplanes. Which I don't think any video game has done properly. If uh, you guys, Company of Heroes did. So, so if you guys yes. want to have a fun time, go to Stanton and go to the Woodrow Wilson Presidential Library in the basement. <laughs> if you want to have a fun got, time, no, I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, in the basement, a horse cadaver. They have built a <laughs> mock trench. And so you can go through this World War One trench in the basement of the library. And at and, the end, you shit your pants and, and die. <laughs> and you shit your pants and die because they don't rat gnaws off your foot. Um, but no, it's, 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 cool? really cool. nice. it's really cool. It's really cool. Is it dug in there? Is it like a, a model? Or like, how does it work? It's in the basement. It's it's like... Hard touch plastic. It's... I mean, it's... Yeah, it's a model. <laughs> it's not an actual trench, but it's... I know they, like, dug a hole down there. And they're like, look, look, we made a trench exhibit. No. My, my <laughs> but it's... I mean, it's it's realistic. And, like, they have a thing, like, a periscope that you can look through to see what it would look like if you were in the trench cool. looking out into the no-man's land and... That's cool. Uh, all that kind of stuff. My, it's, it's pretty cool. My uh, grandfather, he... I believe he joined the Marines, like, right as the Korean War was ending. I think it was the Korean War. Not the... Not World War Two, But he, um... He joined, it was like the last existing Marine Cavalry Division. So he has a Korean Cavalry like medal, despite the fact that he never saw combat in the Korean War and never probably rode a horse. <laughs> but he is just, a, he's a decorated That's officer awesome. from that. Or soldier. That's cool. But yeah, when's Battlefield 5 coming out? It hasn't been announced. It's just a oh, okay. um, I imagine they'll announce this year at E3 oh, to come out this fall. Yeah, we haven't talked about them on this yet. The... The leak I sent you for a sequel to uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. Oh my god! If that's real, I'm gonna. Yeah. I love. So that's I what, love Republic you, Commando. You see the rumored Alan Wake returns? No. Oh, I didn't see that. Um. Well, hold on. So before uh, we go, I want. I want. There's one thing I want to get to because I'm trying to. I want to talk about with difficulty with, is that I. I think that difficulty in games is an, is a very divisive topic among us, because I think that whereas Dylan, I think you you're not crazy about difficulty. Uh, you you evaluate games kind of on a case by case basis. Yeah. You want to return to a game and, and up the difficulty. Um, yeah. So, but I think, but I think for me it's narrative first and foremost, and that's why I don't change right. it the first time through. Right. And I don't. And I don't. I, I, don't, I want to make it clear that when I the games that I take difficulty up on are usually not narrative games. Right. Um, XCOM Two is, is the narrative is more about what you're doing in the game. Uh, well, actually, no. I took it up in Fallout. Have though. you ever played The Long Dark? I haven't. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I got like five minutes in. I was doing other stuff, so I didn't stick with it. But it seems like something you would really enjoy. Very the Long much Dark is, a, is probably a, a, the systems of the Long Dark is what I would want in Firewatch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that the Long Dark, and it also it feels and looks a lot like Firewatch, which is interesting. But it, it does, it, it gives you that agency that I wanted in Firewatch. So if they just became one studio and made a super awesome outdoor adventure game, I would play the shit out of it. And Long Dark, it's like a Arctic area, right? Mm-hmm. You're in like the mountains. Yeah. And what's crazy about it is that that game just makes you feel really cold. It, like, it made me. Mason's already it cold. Made me so afraid. I'm always Not, cold. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm afraid somebody's gonna jump out at me. It was just like, I don't want to die out here. And it, does, it makes you feel very desperate. Oh, I know the long dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. When I you run across a wolf, like one wolf, 
you're fucked, and then the wolf runs away and goes gets his wolf bros, and then you're super <laughs> fucked. So you wall up in a cabin, and then you accidentally throw your flare down, and then it burns out, yeah. and then you die. And you look in a mirror, and you're Liam Neeson. <laughs> um, I, I did, not, I did not like the gray. I never saw it. And it's boring. So, um, do you guys, and, and Dan brought a point up earlier where you talk about, I want to feel like I'm earning something. Mm-hmm. And I want, I think that that's an interesting thing. Like, I... I think I do. I definitely like. I want to. I want to win. I want to beat something. I want to. I want to be the better half of something. Whether it's yeah. the system, and that's why I like Left 4 Dead so much because Left 4 Dead constantly, purposely tries to fuck you over or play with that tension. Where do you guys? Do you guys? Do you play I, games? For I think Rogue Legacy is a great example for me of that. Where you take a game that from the moment it's just trying to kill you, and mm-hmm. you are fucking terrible at it, yeah. and you have to. You just have to come to terms with the fact that you're going to die it just depends on how long it takes until you're going to die but they reward you for how long you stay alive and so there's that kind of push-pull thing um that i think works really well yeah the problem i I don't have a problem with like dying or failing in games what i do have a problem is consistently dying and that the the failure is is way more punishing than the reward Mm -hmm. so like in something like borderlands don't take a thousand dollars from me every time i die and that's me have to die it's ten percent of your ship but it, but it, it gets to around a thousand, yeah. like where at least where I'm at, and then like I never felt like the borderland. I guess you might die a lot more. I used to die a lot when I played the sniper. The now I'm not a hard so much. Class now solo. I, like I I, I don't oh, you die mean zero? so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zero, at least the way I played him solo, um, was not sniping. Um, you you made him like a melee build. I did like I a stealth that. melee build. I love, awesome. I love I that love you can build make diversity. different builds of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see sniping being a hard way to play. So, so you don't like you don't like when you feel like the game is exp- is making you feel worse for losing. Yeah, like I so mean, how would how do you create? I agree a, with that. Yeah. I agree too. How do you create? But I did like in Call of Duty when I just played like Churchill quotes, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Churchill. Well, Dan brings up Rogue Legacy. It's like I, I love Rogue Legacy, and I'll keep playing it, and I don't mind constantly dying because the the ramp to get back to where I was is not that long. If I die in Borderlands. The enemy or the boss that I was currently fighting, health goes all the way back up. Mm-hmm. I have to walk back into this arena with less ammo than what I started with originally. Like, there are so many hurdles. Like, if you're going to take my money and then give me less ammo and than I had before, <laughs> and then it's it, that's just not equal. It's like, um, you know. Uh, Shadow of Mordor or say it again like when I die in Shadow of Mordor I don't feel bad I love dying in Shadow of Mordor yeah. I mean I don't love it but I think the systems in that game have you guys played Shadow of Mordor? no man I, I mean I know no, I, quite I a bit about it but it's, it's a game that you know and we, we talk like, about this Creed, and like, it's just so it's one of those games that's getting cheap enough at this point that I just need to pick up sometimes it'll, so it'll like, probably come it. out for free within the next couple months it yeah. does stuff where I think that's that um, Rogue Legacy does too where it's dying is a, is a setback, but it's also it's it's part of the game mechanic loop. Rather, where I think losing money is an arbitrary or losing progress, mm. um, and it, it does it in a way where it creates new challenges. Like Rogue Legacy, when you die, there's a new layout or there's a yeah. new I get I have new opportunities at hand. And Shadow of Mortar, like I've made the enemy stronger by dying, um, so I reap a bigger reward. You know, a game I, I hate dying in mm-hmm. what Grand Theft Auto. When you die in Grand Theft, and Grand Theft Auto is one of the games that I did knock the difficulty down because I, I just wanted to be there for the story. Yeah, because yeah. I don't I don't think the shooting is particularly fun in Grand Theft Auto. No. I'm driving, but I love 
being in that yeah. world. And I ex- love the driving in Grand Theft Auto. I, I like the, the driving in Grand Theft Auto, okay, but, but the, shooting is not. The, the shooting is, it was never good. Well, it's I, so, but what's funny is that, is that I think because I want to engage with the new stuff, because Grand Theft Auto is all about like, showing you new yeah. interactions, new yeah. areas, new whatever, that when you die, even when they re record those conversations to play differently the second time, there's so many canned moments in those games that I wonder what a better way, like, how would you fix the death in Grand Theft Auto? Or in any narrative-based game without having making knock the difficulty down. Because mm. I still want the challenge. Well, th- Bioshock. Yeah. Bioshock is the VGA. I was going to bring Bioshock up. I do like that. Yeah, but that's basically what they do in, in Borderlands. But, but they just, don't charge you in Bioshock. Yeah, but like you're still... That's true. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I Grand, like the Halo... But your problem in dying in Borderlands, is it the money thing or is it the I have to restart the encounter? It's both. Because what... So, okay, how about this? Because in you, Bioshock, you don't have to restart the encounter. Yeah. You... If anyone you've killed is already dead, yeah. And Bioshock no, no, no. has, has it's, the It's the same thing the in Borderlands, but like, say yeah, I was fighting a splicer, it'd be like, or you know, whatever boss, it'd be like I go in the wire chamber, I come back out, and the boss is back to full health. That's how it works in Borderlands. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. how do you create stakes then? And then how do you not break up the narrative in something like Grand Theft Auto, where you don't have the luxury of a vital chamber? Yeah, but it's I I think that you there are, I don't know what I'm asking is that yeah. is that. How how do you provide how do you provide stakes without exploiting the player's time? Mm. And I don't have an answer. I just think it's an interesting oh, yeah. Yeah. design I think problem. I like the Halo method of when you die, it just starts over the checkpoint or like Fallout. Okay, we're just gonna reboot your last save. I like that. I like method. yeah. I like when I can save at any time. Yep. Because I don't. I like when I can save at any time, no matter what. I think it's a big. Yeah, because then you can just you can restart completely fresh, as opposed to like this half step of. Doing that in Grand Theft Auto, I think they just need to stop giving the characters glass bones. So if you trip and fall and then die, because you <laughs> those are my out. favorite moments though. Like when you hit a pole and you fly through the windshield, that's cool. Yeah. So there was a point when I was, was fun when I was playing Grand Theft Auto Four, where all I would do is I would get a car, a car that would go relatively fast, and I would shoot it enough so that it caught on fire and it was about to blow up and then I would drive it full speed down based there times square or whatever to um so it was like a rolling bomb yeah and then I would jump out at the last minute and just see where it'd go careening off yeah and you get a lot of just great moments oh yeah and so there was a time where I um shit what'd it do there was a time where I was driving it through their Central Park equivalent, and I jump out, and it hit one of the low, uh, like the knee-high walls in the park, and it broke off the door, <laughs> and the door spun off, and the car blew up, but the door spun in between me and the exploding car, and so it just pushed the door into me and pushed me away from the explosion <laughs> so that I survived the, the crash. Nice. And then nice. a second time, I drove it into a construction area. And to, it was like a T intersection because there's like that hot that freeway that wraps around most of Liberty City, and I drove it straight down this T intersection, and there was a wall on the other side, and then the there was a construction area on the other side of the wall. The car, I jump out, I'm rolling behind the car, and the car hits headfirst into this wall, blows up. The force of the explosion propels me over the wall, and this wall was like 12 feet high, and I go over the wall and land on the other side in the construction area. Nice. So that's um, the parts that I like of Grand Theft Auto, but I do find it frustrating when, like, they're, 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 they're chased for realist, for reality, like, makes it so old. it can't be fun. Or, like, the invincibility thing in Grand Theft Auto V is so stupid, because you have to bring out your phone, and you turn it on, and it only lasts two minutes. 
so and then you have to bring mm-hmm. out your phone again to reset it but if you get shot while you have your phone out he puts his phone away i don't remember that so it's it's i never use the invincibility jeep neither did i um but yeah, i don't cheat on, usually when i play grand theft on Auto. your um i have a mm-hmm. grand theft Auto cheating story in a second uh, the reason i don't cheat anymore um on your note of suicide driving I think it was like Battlefield 2 or whatever was was after original Xbox way back in the day. And there was an Xbox Live demo. And in like the one map you could play on, you still had access to all the vehicles and shit. And that was the first game where um, I think there was like remote control C4 oh God. in the car. And young like 15-year-old Alex realizes he can, be, you know, playing for the terrorist team, become a terrorist and drive a car into a group of enemies. You're on just, a list now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I derived so much inappropriate enjoyment from that feature um yeah, i made a whole series about it called just cause <laughs> yeah true um right. grand theft auto 3 and 4 i cheated in doing the regular like oh let's get ammo whatever cheats in 3 it would totally corrupt your file and you have to start again in 4 it would get rid of just one of the hidden packages i worked my ass off to find all 100 of those and i get to the 100th spot and it's gone. Ah, uh-huh. see, that's fucked that was, up. That was a lot. Hey, honestly, it was a good way to learn a lesson. Like, hey, you shouldn't be cheating to begin with. That's funny. But what? Wait, what? Why is Grand Theft Auto Four teaching you that? Like, I don't. I think that's disingenuous to the player. <laughs> because your parents don't teach you, so you yeah. need video games to teach you. I don't, I don't need. I, the mean, I was reading Bats and uh, you know, uh, oh, the Housers. Housers. I, don't I mean, I think, I think what it needs cheat. to do is if if. If that's the case, it needs to, when you enter the cheat, say something like, you know, this will alter certain aspects of gameplay and it may not be reversible or something like that. Do you like want to continue? Do you yeah. want to continue? Um, because otherwise, yeah, I don't think that's... Yeah. I, I think this is this is a knock on myself, but I learned a lot of my lessons the hard way. I'm very pig-headed, and I think that was a really good way to teach me a lesson. Yeah. I. It's interesting to me because I'm not sure... You need that pop filter, or else you're gonna. It's I don't. It's gonna touch the microphone. You, it's okay. That's fine. No, no, it's fine. But I just don't want to rub it while recording. It doesn't matter. Okay, just okay. All right, let's pause the podcast for a second. No, Mason, don't touch me there. I'm sorry. I messed up. Don't you do didn't mess that. Up. Don't um, touch there. Don't see so, nasty. Says the silly bear. Uh, so okay. With. With difficulty, like Undertale is one of the games where I I just it, I didn't have fun with the I got too it was too hard in the end and then I didn't like how it ended, and it. So what about that? Because it's a game I'm there purely for narrative reasons. I don't know because I didn't die when I fought Asgore. But I wasn't a. That's because you killed everybody. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I killed some people. <laughs> All right, Alex killed everybody. I, kill, I killed everyone except for like one critter, um, and that's just because you forgot one <laughs> critter. <laughs> I, I couldn't find it. He hid well. Right um, away. I didn't like the main mechanic, so it wasn't so much that it was difficult that frustrated me. It was just boring. I, I did. I did You're not. Boring. I found the combat boring too. No, I get that. I just didn't. I, there wasn't enough interesting layers in the combat for me to like. If I want to play the snake game or the helicopter game, I could play the helicopter game. That's a better version of that system. I, I don't have an argument for you. It's not. It's not. It's not a case for argument. I was just, I was just trying to like expose what could be. How how as is as a designer can you improve that loop? <laughs> well, first, just, just make an entirely different game. <laughs> Mason's mic is, is a little limp. That's all right. I just give up. Um. All right. Well, then fine. No more difficulty. <laughs> so. Ick. 
Is there any updates on uh, Ward stuff, Dylon? Uh, I gave you my marketing plan thing. Oh, yeah. If, if you want to talk about that. Uh, people play video games. People buy video- I'm giving up on this. It's just going to fall. I fucking give up. You want to give him a hand, Dan? No, it's cool. It's I, it's going to be fine. It's going to sound fine. Dan the man. It's going to sound it, fine. We need to break well, more of his brother's PC parts. So. All right. Cooperate. All right, Mike. It's just you and me now. Me, it's just me and the podcast. Um, do you cool. want to talk, do you want to talk about that marketing uh, thing? Well, I mean, so uh, Dylan produced a a marketing uh, analysis where it's essentially a uh, it would it, it looked to me what you guys referenced as a, it was the uh, legwork to produce essentially an insight about your audience or something mm-hmm. or about um, kind of what you would spo- you would do moving forward. And there's a lot of interesting things where that the target market for Ward is a, a younger skewing female audience and a middle-aged male audience. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, it's like the average average age for a game player is like 37. Or the average game player is 35, but the average game purchaser is 37. Wow. If you take into account like all the kids, because like, they're not making the game purchases, they're just the consumers. Huh. Um, I would have thought that would be a wider valley. I'm surprised that the average game player is that old. Really? I was in late 20s, early 30s, but I, I, I know the demographics have changed significantly. Well, yeah, yeah, the average game years. player just keeps going up and up. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we all get older. we're still playing games, yeah. 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 And that's and it. Because, eventually. Because you got to think about the people that played, uh, you know, Atari. Yeah. Or NES, and they were like 10 when they were playing NES, and now they're... No, you mean E.T. People don't have good enough taste to play NES. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? I'm kidding. Oh, he's e. on about, he's on about uh, Earth Atari. Around? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. NES is the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, I know. Um... So the it was cool, uh, and it, it kind of broke down. What I thought was interesting is that it's kind of hard to decide who would play your games when I think that the people that play their games are game jam. You know what I mean? I think there's there's a dissonance in terms of, of doing market research when you have prototype products versus when you have like an actual product that would go on the, on the market. And it's kind of hard. How do you evaluate? You know, do you think that the guy that made Super Hot for a game jam was like? This is this is my product and these are my well and and and, and it's it's kind of a thing like do you find your audience after the product releases and then you find out who it really hits with or how's that mm-hmm. how's that work? Well, I think and this is how I'm gonna swing it for the entrepreneurship class is that basically what I've learned from watching people like Team Meets or Toby Fox or things like that it's a process of experimentation and then and then and then creating full scale product. So you make a bunch of MVPs and then when you see one that hits that's why we have unity analytics in all of our games to see like okay which one's garnering the most investment the problem is when i go into this class and like well do you have any products it's like or do you have any like prototypes or mvps Mm -hmm. or anything like that it's like okay we have these games you made but i don't know if these games are necessarily indicative of what we would truly want to make as a full scale as a full scale product because like these were made in a weekend under certain constraints whereas maybe something else wouldn't have those constraints built in but i I would argue from a like production standpoint i think that you have what you have and you don't have what you don't have you know what i mean like there's no i think that peak is probably the most and then depending on what global game is not competition so it's kind of hard to skew it against Mm -hmm. it but peak is the one that has the most play and the most uh traction you know what i mean so it's interesting. I just I just didn't know. It's a, so basically, it, it's more of an analysis of the market landscape, and then uh, it kind of sets up a a rollout plan. It's cool. It was cool. Yeah, there's a lot of stats. Like, um, I think like a third of people are 
who identify as gamers don't want to spend any money mm. on games. So that's your free-to-play crowd. Your two DOS players. Yeah, and then a third of players are willing to spend $60 more um, on what games. What about the other third? Well, the other third is split into I don't know how much I'd be willing to play, pay, and um, I'm willing to pay between $1 and $60. What about the other third? The other third doesn't exist. The fourth third? The fourth third? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. What do it's they do? My novel. Illuminati? So, PlayStation 2 games... Um, actually, I think any game that generation was fifty were fifty dollars, and then I remember you know, there were there were riots in the streets when they bumped it up to sixty, and sixty is now just the standard. It has been for the last like decade or so. Uh-huh. When do you think it's going to get bumped up to seventy, if uh, ever? It's or- not because they built in that extra bump into DLC and other packages mm. like that, pre-order yep. bonuses, things like that. They've they've circumvented I mean, yeah microtransactions. Look at the, the Fallout Four. Season pass, season pass after oh, yeah. March first is going to be fifty bucks. Jesus Christ! I mean, that's, but 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 really, Jesus Christ! I mean, this is I mean, yeah, like, no, you have a good point because it is a, a, is a lot enormous of content, content that yeah. they're adding, yeah. and and that costs money and yeah. it costs money to make and it and honestly, the amount of content that's in that game as is is probably worth more than sixty dollars. Yeah, I would agree. And with they're you. probably yeah. going to have to make up for some of it with the DLC cost, it, just because. I mean. Mm-hmm. The game's well, but enormous. That is a pretty small team. I think that they've yeah. already made their. They're already in the, and, in the black. And, yeah. Mm. Well, Devel- sold a lot. Developers too, are going to constantly trying to be pushing that envelope and seeing what consumers are comfortable with. So you see things like the forward operating base for Metal Gear Solid Five, and I think it's a bad example though of like because that's a system that was designed, I think, with the intention of being interesting at a cost managed way, but then the company kind of fell apart as it was going th- through, okay. and then. I would look at more of like Blizzard's Hearthstone pricing strategy, or oh, I'm not saying that the forward operating base is good. I'm saying that's an example. No, no, of I'm, the... I'm saying I wouldn't exam. I don't even know if I examine that one as a case study because okay. it's it's just a kind of a, a thing that blew up at the end. And what about like? Um... I would say like Call of Duty Elite when that was a thing that they were testing out, mm-hmm. or uh, what would happen with the Destiny and its expansion model. What about or... the Watch Dogs or the or what about Evolve? What like, about Telltale? Constantly different things. Um... Well, I, I referenced Telltale in it because I remember because. Walking Dead season one, I played the first episode for free. Yeah, I think um, that's their standard thing. The first episode is free on Xbox seasons. Live. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and one thing that's interesting, I think too, is that you're going to see. I think that you were mentioning, you know, when's the price going to go up? I think that the oh, price. Oh, that's a hypothetical question. I, I think. no, no, I know. It's, it's, I'm addressing it. The um, <laughs> so shut the fuck up. The um. <laughs> No, no, no. See, I was being intellectual. You don't understand. That's not what I was saying. I was just saying that I think that with storefronts like Steam and, and, and Xbox Live, I think that you're going to see the the sixty dollar pricing model. I think is going to kind of go to the wayside, and you're going to see more games are priced at where the studios, developers, you know, you can see a real a rare replay come out at forty dollars. You can see a super hot come out at or a Firewatch, which I mean, is a game that I think a lot of people would say is not content light but a shorter experience but I still feel like it's worth $20 mm-hmm. I agree oh, yeah. you know I mean? oh, we're gonna, also going to start to see a lot of subscription based I agree I stuff. think subscription is going to be so you look at like EA comeback access and, and yeah the Netflix and it's going to be the kind of thing where they're going to start to release AAA games on that and you just have access to it by having a subscription to that and if Nintendo would fucking do their backlog because that's like the most potent I would pay 15-20 bucks a month to play every sure. Nintendo game on the virtual console but they're not that smart Huh? But they're not that smart. Someone there is. Someone. I, I will give. I, <laughs> someone will be fired soon. That works. A, a highly <laughs> no, he won't be fired. He'll be relegated into a corner of an office somewhere and work on nothing important ever again. Smart. We're gonna. We're gonna. You're being shifted over to Nintendo R and D twenty eight. It's just a hole. You're gonna be making the Virtual Boy two. 
Avoid this my entire life. More virtual, bo- more virtual, more boy. <laughs> Must oh, be that's red. Creepy. <laughs> Must, no, no, this one's gonna be blue. <laughs> so, and also like, I, there's a lot of people that, that I was talking to one of the guys that I coached the other day, and I was asking him if he had played. Um, God, what were we talking? Oh, the division. And he's like, sixty dollars is really steep for me, and I think that you're seeing more and more that the sixty dollar buy-in for a broader base is actually a bigger ask, unless it's a marquee release like a Fallout or a, you know a new Madden. So I think you're going to see a lot of either free to start or, uh, and I think if we were to release, well, look at all game, these open betas that have come out. Like right. that's that's a fairly new that's phenomenon, the new demo. And, and that's the new yeah. demo. Or look at the um, look at we the even back with Halo Three for Crackdown. Like yeah, yeah. that was huge. Or Black Ops 3 now has that multiplayer-only version that's like... On PC, but that's only going to be run for a month. Really? They're like a pricing, like a test thing. They're going to sell it for a month that way, and they're going to see if they like that model. Huh. Um, I had an interesting thought the other day. I don't know if I'm necessarily... About time. Yeah, right? Just the one. Just the one. Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. I don't know if I'm in the target audience for AAA games anymore. Um, I don't know if I'm in the... Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, because I don't have, A, the income to, to blow on games willy-nilly or the time to commit to a, a large triple-a title um you know i'd like to get back into that audience but i don't know if they're necessarily being made for me anymore the what do you mean they're being made for you like, like the like my lifestyle now like prevents me from from blowing not blowing but like um allocating hours to a game like the witcher or fallout that's fair but i also think that uh that's a choice yeah we yeah. are the oh, kind no, of people and also if we look at your your buying history yeah. that would Kind You're a goddamn liar. Well, no, that's why I said now. And it is very, my lifestyle is very much like today. So, yeah. so let, let me rephrase that. I think, I've remo- I think I've removed myself from the target audience. Yeah. 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 Well, that sucks because Alex usually is the target audience picture. Uh, <laughs> do you spend, still try to spend $60 a month on games? Um, on shorter experiences, yeah. Okay, see. Still work. We'll keep you. Cool. Um, I, I think am I, am I the persona photo? See, yeah. I'm not in that target audience because of the financial issue. Like, I, I would buy a lot more games than I do now uh, I just don't have the income right now I, I would kind of stand with what Mason was saying that even though you say you're not you think you're not into these long scale experiences anymore is oh, a really I'm good totally into them I just I just don't you don't have the time yeah um, I mean so as someone well, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you well doing. my only point is that and this is just for like like kind of marketing purposes is that you know the best indicator of future purchases past purchases mm, and it was sure. a really really great I, I think I agree with that it was yeah. a really great example because my uh, entrepreneurship professor really fo- uh, stresses consumer interviews customer interviews so you go out and you talk to people yep. um, and an example is like you don't want people to tell you about their best self so if you go to someone and you ask them how do they eat Oh, they say, I eat really well, I eat this or that. But if you ask them, what did you eat the last three meals? That's a more honest picture. Mm. Right. Because the first question, they're going to give you their ideal self. So Alex yeah. says... So when you do behavioral-based interviews for jobs, you, you do questions like, tell me about a time when da-da-da-da-da right. is going to be a more realistic answer than what is your ideal, blah, 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 blah. What is your biggest flaw? Yeah. yeah. Um, I have none. But I, well, I was, what I was going to say about that, though, is to Alex's point, you make a conscious decision when you think that that's not something you have in your life, but you can just as easily make that conscious decision to make games a priority again. And I'm an example of that where I stopped playing games entirely for about two years with the exception of 
my addiction to Greplis for a year and a half. But. <laughs> Greplis things too, I find hilarious. Like um, I love that about you. Um, and, but, a, and now he's a born again gamer. Other, other than that, I you know there was Praise. actually a moment where I looked at it and said, you know, I realized that I was really unhappy not having games as a big part of my life, and actually committed myself to saying I do want to play games on a regular basis, and actually allow myself like give almost give myself permission that it's okay. And it mean maybe it means that I do one fewer side project that I don't actually have to do that I don't mm-hmm. actually have to commit myself to, um, but it's okay because this is something that I need for my mental health in the long run to to have an activity or a hobby that I find enjoyable that's not at all work related that's not at all anything but pure escapism I have to have something like that in my life and for me that was video games and recommitting myself I guess it's been about a year and a half now to that um, was one of the best things I have ever done. Um, and, and so, you know, to your point, Alex, you know, you may feel like you don't have time, but that's a choice you're making. Oh, yeah. If you find yourself needing that, there's time. You can make that time. Oh, um, I absolutely The home and, is always open. And yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and just, you know, speaking from experience. Home for wayward gamers. Well, this is really time-wise hilarious. Not hilarious. Uh, interesting. Because what we're doing for one of those, our classes is two inter- ethnography interviews. Where we go into the homes of people and talk about, we have a project about uh, electronics recycling. And basically, it's how, to, how do you provide a solution for that? And the lady that we interviewed, interesting because you say it too, she, a lot of people, well, you're talking about how they betray, she, she, I walk in, she's like, I'm not an electronics person. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, I just want to know about you, you know? And we go around her, and then she shows me her iMac, her big screen television, her Sonos stereo system, her iPhone, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I think that people craft an image of, of the time they have or, or who they think they are. In reality, compared to the, the, the majority of people, you're actually... I mean, Alex, you could step away from games, cold turkey today, in the past, I mean, or you could cut your down to like 40% of what you play now, I still think you'd be more of a gamer than oh. the majority of the population. Yeah. That wasn't the argument I was making whatsoever. You're just talking about the AAA games. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I was saying that, yeah, yeah I think you'd still fall in the target market. Right? Yeah. That's the argument I'm making. You still, you're, you're still buying a ward game. A war, oh, <laughs> for free. For free. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the download code. Give me that. Where's my <laughs> shirt? It'll link. I felt really bad about that shirt. So fucking Custom Ink, I tried to get Alex a shirt, and Custom Ink, I would go to confirm the purchase, and the site would die every single time. And then there's like a deadline, and then they auto-cancel the purchase. Really? Yeah. Those bastards. E-commerce, man. It made me so mad. Internet's a house of cards. um, I think right now, if you look at my last couple purchases, they're they're very intentionally experiences I can can devour in in bursts or in Mm -hmm. or like in the case of Firewatch, you know, a short but whole sitting. Oh, it totally wow. lines up. And also, you fell off of one of the bigger games. You bought Fallout, and you fell off. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is with AAA, too, there's, there are two types of AAA. Well, there are multiple, but I I often think of AAA games and, and kind of the type of AAA game where you can just sit down and play for 30 minutes and be okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. And the type of AAA game, like for me, a game like Fallout or The Witcher, I can't conceive of sitting down and playing that for just an hour and then getting up and leaving. And so, you know... To your point about having time, it's not just the hour, total hours you have. It's do I have a block of X amount of hours in a row that I can dedicate to this thing or the other thing? Yeah. Um, you know, and if you don't have that time to say, well, I, I, you know, I have time where I can game, but I don't have a four-hour block of time that I can game. Mm-hmm. That can be a decision that you make, too, where it's like, well, you know, I will, I will play AAA games, but I'm going to play, you know... Uh, like a first-person shooter like uh, Wolfenstein, New Order, 
where it's very levels based and you can play a level in 45 minutes and then stop. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. You know, that is a triple A game that Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. more manageable. So, you know, I think it depends on you have to make choices about which types of games, even in even in that triple A sphere. Have you played the new order? Uh, The new order is the first one, right? Yes. Yeah. There's the new order than the old blood. Yes. I've played newer. Wait, did, I they, did they release two? I love it a yeah, lot. Yeah, they too. made like a little expansion called oh, okay. Old Blood. The characterization of BJ Blazkowicz awesome. in the New Order. I really, is I really want to play the best. Oh yeah, it's a fantastic game. Oh, um, and the story's sweet. Yeah. Story's great, oh, dude. New Order, and the, is so and the fun. graphics are great. The, it just feels great. The gameplay is great. Oh yeah, it just it looks uh, awesome. I like I don't New Order. I'll, I'll lend it to you. That's cool. I have it on disc, so I feel like I had something that you wanted to play, Witcher, but I I don't have time for it. The the. B.J. Blazkowicz for that in, reason. in Wolfenstein The New Order, they basically play into how he is just a walking brick shithouse. Yeah. It's and awesome. they just talk about how he's what? basically... A like, brick shithouse? Yeah, you never <laughs> heard that term? Do you mean brick house? No, brick shithouse. What is a brick shithouse? It's a brick out house. Oh. It's a pretty good expression. So I he's like a dirtbag. No, that he's invincible. Is he made of poop? Yeah, he's made oh, of poop. Brick. There's poop. Oh, somewhere I was aware that the characteristic of brick outhouses was that... Was like that a tank. Okay. Okay. He's a tank. Okay. Yeah. So they he, play into the fact that he's a tank. They play into the fact that this guy will not is die. Is the water yeah. made of poop? It's, it's, the game's really good. <laughs> not so um, It progresses well. It's, it's all a good story. It feels good. It's made from the guys that made Chronicles of Riddick. Nice. And Chronicles of Riddick fucking rocks. Dude, that Escape from Butcher Bay is amazing. Oh my god. That's a game is um, it's like ten bucks. I love that, that game. game. I will. I will lend you uh, the Xbox One for for Wolfenstein. 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 What's that? Other way around. Wolfenstein for Xbox One. Yeah, the Xbox. Yeah. Wolfenstein. So if if Alex was a bad guy in Wolfenstein, he would be a grammar Nazi. <laughs> Is Daughtry German? <laughs> Come on, guys! It was funny because he corrected his syntax like grammar Nazis would do, and then they would go and be evil. Oh, yep. come on! You guys are so lame. Just say something. Put your nose on the mic. Say something, Dan. Just fucking say something. <laughs> God damn it! Whatever. Fuck you guys. This podcast um, is done. It's done. Also it's on done. my short list to go back to at some point. Uh, Mark of the Ninja. Which it's a great game. One of my favorite games of all time. Have you ever played? It didn't no. click with me. It's on Xbox. Um, I it's kind of like 2D Splinter Cell, but with ninjas. And in oh. terms of ninjas, eh? providing the art's players great. with information through interface, it oh is God, one yes. of the best. Like the way they visualize sound, the way they visualize being hidden and not, it is spectacular. I still, also, I still haven't played Gunpoint. I own Gunpoint. What is Gunpoint? <laughs> It's a game. It's kind. Of, it's kind. Of, <laughs> you don't say. It's it's uh, it's kind of like Mark huh. of the Ninja, where it's two D. It's like and and you're playing as this gumshoe breaking into places. So there's a hacking component, but there's also like cool. Mark of the Ninja. You have to sneak behind people and knock them out. But the your punch is tied to I think like the left mouse. So you'll and jumps tied to the left mouse. Yeah, you'll jump and pounce on someone and then hit them, and you can just infinitely just oh keep hitting them, and it's a very satisfying like. Yeah, made in Game Maker. Yeah, which is a pretty e- it's um, easier to use game engine, I think, than Unity. By one bra. Have you guys ever seen Rage Quit by Rooster Teeth? I don't like a lot of what Rooster Teeth puts out. Is so, is a video? No, it was a series. One of their um, one of their employees, one of the actors, will play through video games, and he gets angry very quickly. So they'll have him play like shitty games. So he's or like funny the games. angry video game nerd yeah. or angry Joe. What is America's fascination with angry video game players? I don't know. Can I tell you. Um, but it's really I'm funny, angry. and he'll often play <laughs> oh. really good-looking games, 
Yeah, Mason's pretty angry. What? Um, there's a game I want to play called... Dylan just dropped a box in my motherboard. I'm sorry. Um, heavy Bullets. Have you heavy Bullets? Is, is that the sequel to Heavy Rain? Heavy Bullets. Yep. <laughs> it's the same exact game, but instead of when it rains, it just pours bullets. <laughs> that one would be standing out in the street just getting shot to death. Ow! Um, did you guys ever play the... Like the '80s action movie. Is this expansion. the game we're playing now? <laughs> Wait, did you, you guys play? Did you ever play yeah. the game um, Hefty Ammo? <laughs> <laughs> Large ammunition. <laughs> Alex's mic is obscuring his face, so I just see him staring. He's not happy. I, I promise you that. Um. All right, I'm just gonna go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me your story. I was interested. Um, hey, what? Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Far Cry Blood Dragon. I love Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah. Did you play the sequel? Uh, no. Far Cry. <laughs> Far Cry Heavy Bullets. <laughs> Far Cry Plasma Lizard. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Far Cry. Uh, obese something else, but I didn't have it. Fat. Obese bandolier, fat sand dragon. So what do you no so But I love, I love blood dragon. Short version. Heavy bullets look, looks like a low poly version of really four kai blood dragon. Yeah, I there's a lot. Okay, I never beat blood dragon. Is it like higher poly than super hot? Super hot or the same? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Wait. And answer you're my only, question. You're only getting one word answer that Alex from now on. Okay. Yeah, Alex. I'm Sorry. too. I'm too tired. I actually I don't even know what's going on. Um, well, on that note, then, the, uh, anything else? No. Nope. Wood! <laughs> All right, Wood! There's, there's, no, there's no beating that. Nope. We'll be back. There's no beating Dylan's Eventually, wood. we'll beat... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>